I have my friend Amelia with me, and we're going to be talking about bullying. So I'm Amelia. I'm in sixth grade in the middle school. I'm a dancer. I want to do track and field. Why don't you tell everyone, because I know we like kind of picked a few different topics we could talk about, Mm -hmm. but we settled on the topic of bullying and how your words matter and watching what you say. So I know you had a really big say in the topic, and I wanted to know why you chose this topic. Well, I really think that, like, in the middle school, like, there is a lot of bullying, like, whether joking or not. So I wanted to kind of, like, bring awareness to it because I don't think it's talked about enough. Like, in our middle school, fifth grade through eighth grade is in the middle school. Fifth grade was kind of my year where it was, like, all just, like, I don't know, a big mess. Mm -hmm. Like, it was all so complicated. And I guess we're talking about bullying right now in, like, a school sense. Yeah. Have you, like, experienced, like, what are some ways, like, bullying can occur in school and outside of school, like, examples? Because if it's, I feel like it can sometimes go unnoticed. Mm -hmm. The main types of bullying that I've, like, dealt with or seen are body shaming. That's a big one nowadays. Mm -hmm verbal bullying, like, you're stupid, you don't matter, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And another big one is leaving out. Yeah, excluding. I know I dealt with that in middle Mm -hmm. school, and it's really hurtful. It is. Yeah, my fifth grade year, I had a big, like, mishap with this one girl. And sometimes it's not even, like, saying, like, you're weird, we don't want you here. It's kind of just, like, ignoring, like, pretending that you're not there. I like to do with excluding by either, like, every morning – I will practically wake up earlier to do this. I do self-affirmations. So that means, like, waking up and looking in a mirror. I mean, you don't have to wake up early. But looking in a mirror and telling yourself, you're beautiful, you matter, like, stuff like that. I do the same thing, but I do it at night. (laughs) Like, I'm not even kidding you. So I used to put, like, a sticky note on my mirror that Mm -hmm. was, like, I don't even remember what it said. It was, like, I love you or something. Yeah. Because we're always looking in the mirror, and Mm -hmm. I feel like half the time, like 100% of the time, I don't think good things about what I see. Yeah. So the sticky note helped remind me that, like, to love myself. But also, I do, like, I'll look in the mirror, and I'll say seven things I'm proud of myself for, seven things I forgive myself for, and then seven things I commit to myself, Mm -hmm. and boost confidence. Yeah, I really like that idea. So I also, like... In middle school, like, sometimes, like, you get bullied to think, like, you need to wear makeup, you need to do your hair a certain way, you need to dress a certain way, like, you need to do this and you need to do that. In my school, we don't have uniforms, so um, that kind of, like, helps you, like, express yourself with your clothes. But then again, there's dress code, but mm-hmm. the kids that want to do that, they can do that. But um, some kids... um they're insecure about themselves, so, like, they don't think their forehead, like, they think their forehead's too big. Like, they would take that out on other people, saying, like, your forehead's too big. Like, it's, like, 20 feet tall, you know? Negative comments, like, that people will give to you sometimes Mm -hmm. are actually from their own insecurities. Yeah. So, I definitely think that, like, it's playing into the makeup part. Like, some girls will say will get bullied enough with their forehead and then they'll try to like wake up in the morning and like contour and do this and that but really like you're beautiful and you don't need makeup 
that's their insecurities, not yours. And I think another one of the reasons why this episode's important, not just for middle school, but everything that happens when you're in middle school and when you're younger kind of like trickles into high school, which trickles into like when you graduate. Yeah. So like I know a lot of my audience might be like older girls that are in my grade, yeah. but I think this still applies mm-hmm. because we all grew up in middle school. We all yeah. went there and maybe this can help us kind of like reflect and maybe like forgive the people who hurt us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think forgiving plays like a big part in it. Like, yeah, you did really hurt me, but people always do things that they regret. I've done things that I regret, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes um, our assistant principal actually came in today during our study hall and talked about um, behavior and why it's so important because, like, kids will take out the bullying with physical fighting. And, honestly, like, in our generation today, people make it seem like it's cool to fight, you know? But he came in and he talked about, like, responding. He talked about responding with your words and not with your actions, like, Mm -hmm punching like because there's many aspects to bullying there's Mm -hmm. like physical verbal like excluding Mm -hmm. people like what would you define bullying as well I would kind of define it as like putting others down to make yourself feel better Mm -hmm. because like I know it's kind of like basic and like what we all grew up learning like treat others the way you want to be treated but it really is true like and some people don't realize that I think bullying is when, like, I think that's why it comes in so many different forms, too, Mm -hmm. because I feel when you're making fun of someone or pushing someone else down, it's because you, yourself, are the one who has some issues going on. Yeah, and especially, like, if you have, like, issues at, like, home with, like, your parents and stuff, there's no reason, like, I know that can be, like, really stressful, but, like, there's no reason you should take it out on other people. And I feel like a lot of us... Um, need to realize that others have feelings too. And, like, that's playing into, like, the joke thing. Like, you have such a big forehead. I mean, no, it's just a joke. Like, calm down. Like, that's still, it's not a joke, you know? For example, like, if someone's really struggling with, like, their body image and they're struggling with that, they might take that out on someone else. If you're being bullied or if if someone's bullying you, if you're getting, like, negative comments... It's probably, it doesn't really have anything to do with you. You might just be the victim that they're placing all their baggage on. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I will overhear kids. We just got a new kid last Thursday. My school, there's, like, a lot of athletic boys, and they're really skinny. But there's been, like, kids that have been, like, saying, oh, my God, your eyes are, like, 2,000 feet apart. Like, you're so fat. Like... Mm-hmm. stuff like that and I definitely think it's not okay because there are multiple kids in my school that get bullied for that same reason and honestly I don't think it's okay because other people you don't know what that person is going through like if you say oh my god you're so fat like you don't know if they already think that themselves like you don't know what their own insecurities are you know I guess even for if you struggle with bullying make sure that you're checking your words and knowing that your words they do make a difference and they do matter. And I know like I like I come across like I'm angry a lot with my words and I come across as like mean yeah. when I don't even mean to be. Mm-hmm. And like I know that in the past I've said things to like my friends that has that has really hurt their feelings and I haven't meant for it to. Mm-hmm. 
And I know that making making sure you're watching your words is a really big thing because when you talk to someone, like you can't take back the words you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I definitely think like the leaving out thing, like it can really get you aggravated. Like it definitely does. It's gotten me aggravated many, many times. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that sometimes others' words have actions on you, like yourself. If you're telling someone hurtful words and you're body shaming them and you're yeah. excluding them and you're making them feel like they're not good enough or not worthy enough, that leads to those feelings. Like, yeah. in the end, like, when things pile up, one on top of another, and, like, we don't know everything about someone else's life. Like, sometimes kids will say, I don't want to live anymore in front of the kids that really don't want to live anymore. I think before we talk about how we should handle people bullying us, we should make sure that we're not bullying anybody else. Yeah, I've definitely, like, dealt with, like, someone, like, bullying myself, and it's not a good feeling, you know? I don't think I've ever really been bullied, and I think that's just because I grew up with, like, six kids in my grade when I went to private school, Mm -hmm. and then when I went to public school, no one really knew me, but I did have people exclude me. That's kind of what I dealt with. And I think I was, like, given, like, one or two rude comments, but it's Mm -hmm. never been that bad for me. Yeah. But I know that there's been, like, I've been the bully before, and I, like, regret it so much. It's actually, like, so sad because I had a friend, and, like, I guess, like, this is from, like, someone who bullied someone. Like, I hate calling myself a bully because I try not to judge people a lot. It's really difficult when you're around a ton of people who are just judgmental all the time. Mm-hmm. That definitely plays into seeing everyone every day. And especially with social media, like words spread easier, thoughts spread mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. And um, I've definitely seen like a few TikToks where it's been like, if you have a big group chat and they don't really talk too much in it with you, they definitely have one without you. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, everyone probably does. But that's just kind of... Or just say girls being petty. It's because, become the norm. Yeah. For someone who's experiencing like their friends like ditching them, mm-hmm. it's not, it's always over something really stupid and really little. Yeah. Especially in middle school, girls will like, I have a bunch of stories, mm-hmm. but girls will be like, um, like they'll make stupid stories up like, oh, we never know you wanted to come. Mm-hmm. Like, We never knew that you wanted to, like, be here with us. That's such a common excuse. Yeah. And I definitely think, like, the stupid excuses, like, come on, it's 2023. Like, make something else better up. (laughs) I'm going to give a little story time super quickly um, about being on the other side. Like, Mm -hmm. as someone, I sound horrible. I wasn't ever, I want to clarify that I was never, like, a big bad bully. I didn't walk around, like, beating girls up or, like, talking like really badly about them behind their backs forever and ever i was um coming from a private school i was really struggling emotionally and this is why i did it and this is why a lot of people do it because they're emotionally struggling and they don't know Mm -hmm. they don't have good coping mechanisms yeah i didn't have one either and that's why i made a lot of big mistakes Mm -hmm. um and that's why a lot of people do bully but i'll get into a little story time so i have in terms of like group chats and like you know, feeling excluded from other people. Um, I had a friend group, and there was, like, seven or eight of us. Yeah, 
I definitely think the bigger friend groups play a big part in it. Yeah. And this doesn't only go for middle school. This goes for high school too, because I overhear people in my study halls talking just the other month. I heard people in my study hall talking about how they're going to make a new group chat because they don't want a few people coming to the next hangout. Yeah. And I definitely think like, just because you're leaving somebody out doesn't mean like they don't know that. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. It's 2023. Like, how do we not know? Like, this isn't just a middle school thing. Like, it's actually, like, happening across the board. Mm -hmm. And when I was in middle school, I know that there was, like, like, super petty drama that happened between these two girls. I, like, don't even remember what it was about, but it was, like, one girl, like, did something, made the other girl mad, and then they were like, you know what? We're making a new group chat. We don't like her anymore. And then the new group chat was made. And then new drama happened, and it was like, okay, we're making another group chat. So there was, like... I have 14 group chats. I have my phone. If you scroll down all the way to the bottom, there's like maybe like 10 different group chats with the same people in them. Just like one doesn't have Emma. The other one doesn't have Mm so-and-so. The other one doesn't have, you know, Emma Jr. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just Mm -hmm. that type of stuff, though. Yeah. So I I actually have a story time, too. So we'll just say... Stephanie, Elena, and Abby, okay? Good names. Um, they're just off the top of my head. Um, but Stephanie one day was having a birthday party, and Abby and Elena and me wanted to all go. So we all go, and Stephanie actually pulls over Elena and Abby, and they're like, I heard them do this. So it's like... They're not secretive about it. They're like, guys, we had to leave Amelia out because she's being so annoying. Mind you, it was a pool party, so how was I being annoying? Like, I was just swimming around with another group of friends because Elena and Abby and Stephanie, I knew, like, when I walked in there and I saw all the other girls that were there, I was like, okay, this is, I just need to go over here. Um, and, like, as I do that, and as I'm getting pizza, the pizza table's, like, behind them where they're talking. So, I could hear them pretty well. And uh, the pool party ended up, like, everybody just started splashing each other, and we got out water balloons. Other than that, it was really fun. (laughs) So, like, you heard them talking bad about you, like... Yeah. So, what should you do in that situation? Should you, like, like, how do you handle it when you're in a moment and you're being... Like, I don't know, left out. And I feel like bullying, I feel like it's gone from, like, I feel like it used to be, like, super open. Like, I'm going to punch you, man. Yeah. Like, you're so annoying. But maybe, I feel like now, ever since, like, social media, I feel like we've become more discreet. Like, they'll leave you out. They won't tell you how they feel. They won't tell you you're annoying. Mm -hmm. They'll talk bad about you behind your back. They'll create another group chat to avoid conflict. Things like that. Like, how do you handle that? Um, I, like, my mom is, like, my best friend, so I tell her all the middle school drama, but, like, she's really helped me, like, get through it, and if you're not close with, like, your parents and stuff, and you need somebody to talk to, like, talk to your school counselors. Sometimes, like, all you have to do, I actually started this a few months ago, I've only written a few pages, though, um, but what you do, what I did, was I grabbed a extra journal that I had from last year, and I kind of just wrote down, like, everything that I was feeling. Like, <laughs> and I just, like, it was, like, a lot of pages. Like, I wrote, like, 15 pages in, like, 30 minutes. 
and I was just like flipping through. I was writing so much. And then I go back and then I read it all over and I'm like, this is really petty. <laughs> but then I got over it and I did like sort of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is something you can do like after the moments passed. Yeah. But there was this kid that was really being mean to me and he was calling me names and it was like really just upsetting. And so I went home and I got a piece of paper and I just like, just like wrote all these mean things I really wanted to say. And then I like crumpled it up. I like got it wet. I like ripped it. And then I threw it out in the garbage. Yeah. And that was my way of just like getting it all out and throwing it away. Mm -hmm. And the throwing it away was like supposed to be like an act of like, just like getting rid of it. Mm -hmm. And that's like something I do to like, just like get my anger out. (laughs) When I was like seven, I used to like, um, listen to Reputation by Taylor Swift, and I would literally get so much paper, and I would rip it up, and I would throw it across my room, and then I would cry, because now I have to clean it all up. (laughs) So, I guess afterwards, it's important to, you know, if you're really mad at them, texting them and, like, lashing out isn't going to solve anything, because the problem is them. You can't fix other people. You can't change other people, no matter, like, you can't, if someone is taking their actions out on you and they're being mean and they're bullying and they're obviously showing no signs of giving up or quitting, you can't change them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think, like, creating the group chats, like, without them definitely does not help it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't. If you're really mad at someone, talk it out with them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the times we're scared and we want to avoid conflict, and that's why we just secretly create a new group chat bam we didn't have to talk to them we didn't have to tell them they were upsetting us Mm -hmm. and that makes the problem worse yeah and i definitely think a lot of times in fifth grade katie will just say um (laughs) katie and i we would always like be friends one week and then the next day not be friends and it was a lot i'm being honest like it was stupid it was very stupid and um Katie loved to go and talk about me, Mm -hmm. like, and spread fake rumors, like, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. A lot of the times, it would be something stupid, like, oh, my God, you literally almost just tripped me. I don't want to be your friend anymore. Like, a lot of the time, it wasn't me creating the drama. It was Katie. So, (laughs) like, stray away from friends like that because you can't, like change them no matter how much you like tell them like if you tell them that they're hurting you Mm -hmm. because if someone's bullying you you should definitely like tell them like if it's a friend who is like hurting your feelings and you don't know if they're doing it on purpose or not you should tell them like what you did it's hurting my feelings I need you to not do that that was one of my new year's resolutions like if somebody's hurting you talk to them about it like not in a rude way like yo why are you doing that to me I'm gonna punch you because of that be like, hey, is something going on? Like, are you okay? Why have you been, like, a little rude, you know? Like, if someone is hurting you, like, whether it be a friend or some random person you don't know in school or someone you met out of school or online, instead of lashing back right right away and matching their energy, because if someone's being very strong and mean to you, the right thing to do is not to be mean back but to ask them. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to know that what you're doing is really hurting my feelings I'm not gonna hate you for it but I'd really like it if we could like figure out why this is happening yeah 
And I definitely think sometimes it's a lot more awkward or in person or over text sometimes is definitely better. But sometimes like texts are kind of like, I'm going to screenshot this and send this to. Texts can be, texting can be misleading mm-hmm. because you can, you can't see their facial facial features. You can't see their body language. You can't like see their emotion on their face or their eyes or Mm -hmm. you know you can't screenshot a conversation yeah you know so I guess I I agree with you texting can be easier because you have time to like look at the text think about it how you're going to respond like maybe you can you can either use that time and that advantage to like calm yourself down and think about your response Mm -hmm. or I feel like sometimes I'm too emotional to do it in person. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm a pretty emotional person. <laughs> I, there was a time when I had a friend who was, like, really, like, like ditching me, mm-hmm. leaving me out, and it was a really bad situation, and confronting her in person was so difficult, but I think that's kind of just what you have to push through like if this person is willing to go through the uncomfortable situation work it out talk it out and then you ask me friends afterwards that's a good friend you want to keep yeah when if you're being bullied or if you see someone bullying know that the person being bullied is not the one in the wrong it's the person doing the bullying like if I'm like if I was in that situation and I was upset because someone was hanging out with another girl that's something that is out of my control that I can't change that doesn't have to do with me. Yeah. And I definitely think, like, that kind of plays into sticking up for others. Like, it doesn't have to be something like, bro, I'm going to punch you because you just said that to Lee. It doesn't have to be something so violent. Like, it just has to be a little, like, hey, what's going on? Like, why are you doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, especially nowadays, take it too far. I agree. Like, sticking up is also kind of awkward, should I just, like, mind my own business because I don't know what's going on? Or should I, like, intervene? Like, what do you think would be best? Um, well, sometimes it kind of just depends what the situation is. Like, you would want to just say, not necessarily interrupt their conversation, but, like, tell them, like, hey, what's going on? Like, I can help you with that, you know? Yeah, like, okay, so I feel like if you see people in the bathroom and they're, like, arguing... That's a situation where you don't really know them. You can, like, step back and just be like, hey, like, you guys can calm down. Like, it's okay. Yeah. But, like, if you see someone who's, like, being victimized and, like, they're someone's, I don't know whether it's, like, a girl's just kind of, like, I don't know what the situation may be. But if you see someone who's being, maybe it's over text. Like, I have a friend who, like, someone was texting her and was, like, saying all these really mean things to her. And being comforting and listening, I think those are some really good things. Yeah, definitely. And you don't necessarily have to be, like, best friends with the person just to stick up for them. Standing up for someone doesn't necessarily mean you, like, get in between the fight and you're like, no, stop it now, be kind. Like, sometimes it's more just, like, finding the person who's really upset about it and telling them, hey, the person who said that to you, they're dealing with their own thing i promise it has nothing to do with you i'm here for you if you need me and then listening that's what i was trying to say like sometimes like what we said in the beginning like some people just kind of take it out on others for no reason because they're dealing with stuff like about themselves and yeah and i feel like sometimes especially in our generation people don't think like that like your actions will be taken care of you like in school 
Like, say you're verbally bullying, like cyberbullying, and you're saying, like, this is just an example. Lee, you're so annoying. <laughs> I hate you so much. Like, say, like, something like that. Like, saying that over text and, like, you're so fat. I hate you so much. Like, get out of here. You don't even belong here. Like, stuff like that can be held against you. Like, if you send that to someone, they could screenshot, send it to someone else. They could take that super, they could go to their parents. Their parents could go to the school. That could get you in a whole lot of trouble. So make sure, like, you're thinking about it. Yeah. And I definitely think cyberbullying, like, especially with social media, not okay. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, you can send, like, over text, people can send you, like, all their thoughts in one click of a button. Like a lot of the a lot of the time, like the thought process is taken out of it. And I also want to say, like back to like intervening with bullying and like stopping it. Like this kind of all ties together. If it's something that's happening over the phone, a way to help would be to listen and comfort the person and tell them, you know, person is bullying you. Like they're doing this because they either feel um, that like they don't have control, they don't have a good coping mechanism, they're taking it out on you. Mm. And also, like if you're dealing with this. Don't open the text. Yeah. And I also think it kind of goes back to like what we were saying about writing. Writing definitely helps me cope. I also think that's a good idea, too, to find good coping mechanisms. Like, if someone's, like, speaking to you and calling you names or talking bad about you behind your back and it's really getting you worked up, realizing that, like, they, you can't control them, you can't technically, like, stop them from talking bad about you, they're in control of themselves. But if you can not let that affect you that's really where you can gain control because a lot of the times people bully because they want control. They don't have a good coping mechanism. They want to make you feel the way they feel. They want you to feel hurt. They want you to feel this, this, and this. So if you are able to go home, maybe go in a safe, quiet space, breathe and find some coping mechanisms like writing, journaling, maybe going on a run, like anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I definitely think, like, in 2020, I kind of hit, like, ground, and I found fidgets. And fidgets, like, I know they're meant, like, not for necessarily, like, bullying, but just playing with, like, a poppet or, like, a stress ball, like, sometimes Mm -hmm. will help you. Like, that stuff, like, your mind can just focus on that, like, not, like, what's going on. Yeah. And definitely remind yourself every day like a motivational quote like maybe get like a nice poster board and like get some fun markers make like your favorite quote and like hang it up on your wall and just remind yourself of that quote every day Mm -hmm. and kind of just remind yourself that you are worth it you are beautiful you matter like you're all this and you're all that like you matter you know and I think humans people girls boys middle school high school adult whatever it may be we all want We want everyone to like us. We want people to like us. We want to, you know... Fit in. Fit in, belong. And so if there's someone telling you, you don't belong, I don't like the way you look, you're not good enough, that can get to us. But we also have to remember that that's our instinct, to be liked by everyone. Being liked by everyone is not normal. Mm -mm. Like, I mean, if you're liked by everyone, that's great. But also remember that if you're not liked by everyone, that is okay. And remember that if someone's talking bad about you, excluding you, that it's them. If someone yeah. is bullying you, being mean, that is on them. And to remember that. 
the coping mechanisms do really help. Like, like this year was like my first year of like fully going to school, you know, and like a lot of people like just get sick of sitting in their homes, you know, yeah. and then like they get sick of their brothers and their sisters, and then again they go take that out at school on somebody. Yeah, and I feel like also being cooped up in our houses like not really being able to talk to people kind of damaged our social skills and knowing how to mm -hmm. react. Like if someone hurts your feelings, we'll just go straight to social media or we'll just go straight to texting other people and we can start drama without really meaning to. Mm -hmm. And again, with drama, like if you're trying to break up like bullying, that doesn't mean you should in like put yourself in someone else's drama. Yeah. I think aiding someone when they're being bullied and sticking up for them is really just like telling them that you're there to listen. And I definitely think playing back into the social media and makeup, like a lot of girls will make you think like, oh my gosh, this $40 moisturizer was like my lifesaver. And like stuff like that, like not necessarily is a bullying, but it's like kind of making you feel like you need something that you really don't mm -hmm. and like making you have more insecurities about yourself. Yeah. And I guess that's another way to remember that like, you don't need makeup, you don't need this body type, you don't need this this look or, like, these items to be worthy. Yeah, and I definitely think you can probably just go to Ulta or Sephora, and there's actually, like, some really cheap, like, nice skin moisturizers, if you're into that kind of stuff. If you're not, that's completely okay. If you want to wear makeup, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Don't attach your worth to those items. Yeah, I'm definitely a victim of of them <laughs> <laughs> so I also want to like go back to like if like the bullying and like why do you think bully like bullying happens in the first place um like we said earlier I definitely think a lot of it kind of happens like because of their own insecurities like they will take that out on other people so I had a friend in elementary school and me and her were like best friends now how old were we like seven mm -hmm. eight like we were we were young and I was struggling with, like, my, like, insecurities and how I looked. I don't remember a lot of it because it was a long time ago. But I remember, like, I made fun of her looks. And, like, that's an awful thing to do. And I apologized. And I felt so bad. And after that, we weren't friends anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, we just drifted because I felt so bad. She was really hurt because she was already struggling with that. And, like, we were so young. And it happened so young. And then we weren't friends anymore. Yeah. And I definitely think a lot of it kind of reflects off how the bully feels about themselves. Mm -hmm. But it's I true. feel like sometimes that's not the case. Like, sometimes they just, they're angry at, like, their best friend. And they just need to let it out. Or attention-seeking. Mm -hmm. A lot of it's, a lot of it can sometimes definitely be attention-seeking. Like, there's this one girl. Me and her were actually, like, really close last year. We're not anymore. But me and Victoria were actually really close. And since Victoria kind of started hanging out with the boys <laughs> and all that stuff, um, she's kind of changed. So I've definitely kind of let her go as a friend and let her kind of migrate off towards where she wants to go and where I want to go. Like, she's never really, like, come up to me and, like, said, like, why did you do that? And I feel like this goes for any time someone's being either, like, aggressive and, like, really, really mean to you or just, like, you know, sneaking in some hurtful words here and there, like, leaving you out. Like, remember that 
bullying is something that happens because the person's trying to make you a victim and because they feel out of control. And if they're taking out, like, let's say their insecurities, their looks, they're going to take out that insecurity on you because mm-hmm. they don't have that healthy coping mechanism. And that's why it's important for you to, you know, if you're dealing with that, it's important for you to kind of set up this like invisible boundary between you and them and let them say their words, but not let that affect you. Like our generation kind of just makes it like cool to like bully people and cool to put them down and make you feel better about yourself and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like say that I'm perfect and I never talk bad about people. I don't, I hate how like I will so it's like become almost normal for me to just like say like, oh, that's so weird. Oh my gosh, that person's so weird. Like, I don't know why I say that because I, yeah. it's so like normalized. Sometimes like when you get bullied like yourself, like I'll admit to it, like sometimes like you kind of become the bully yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you kind of realize, like now I've realized like that's the energy that they're giving off and the energy is coming back on you. Yeah, it's so true. And it's affecting you and your personal life and words matter because when you're in school because I mean we're in school as kids we're in school and everyone's energy your words they matter more than you think they do your words go on to someone else and like when everyone is saying oh that's weird that's weird you do that even if you don't like it like it just happens and that's why those coping mechanisms are so helpful I definitely agree like with like what you're saying about like putting that energy on other people Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes, like, it can affect, like, your mental health, you know? That's how it was for me over COVID. Like, I didn't have any, like, healthy, like, coping mechanisms because, like, mm-hmm. I was just home all day. And I'd never really, like, I had social media. I had Snap and Instagram, but I never had, like, TikTok before. And then I got TikTok, and, like, it just, like, sucked me in, and I felt super, like, out of control. And I felt like everyone was better than me, and I felt like I was this and this. And, like, I needed to, like, get outside one of my things was like cooking was like a mechanism for me. Like I just cook some food and like I make something. Cooking. Yeah, it's calming. And I'd also like hang out with my baby brother or go outside and like ride my bike. Like that's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Anything healthy that like calms you down mm. and makes you step back. Sometimes for me, like every Sunday, I call it my Sunday refresh. So that means like I clean my room, like fully clean my room. And then I like to do, I call it face mask Sunday. I like to do a face mask on Sundays. Um, And, yeah, I just like to fully reset every Sunday for the week that's coming, especially school weeks. There's a lot of um, disabled kids at my school because the hallway that I'm in, there's, like, um, the disabled classrooms, like, right next to my homeroom. And in sixth grade, they're brutal. Like, the kids are brutal. And they will, like, literally go up to the disabled kids and be like, bro, you literally look like an NPC. Wait, they do that in the middle school? (gasps) Yeah, and it, like, hurts my heart so much. But, like, sometimes it'll be just like, what if that was you in that position and there was somebody else over there doing that to you? And, like, just because, like, not necessarily they look different, but they are in a different class... Just doesn't mean, like, you're better than them and, like, stuff like that. Like, if you want to become a better person, if you want to become a better, like, almost, like, advocate for bullying, that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have to, like, join some big, like, corporation program thing or, like, like, become famous and, like, speak up for it. 
even just putting yourself in someone else's shoes and watching your words that Mm -hmm. is so important because if someone's being bullied you can put yourself in their shoes try to like think of what it would be like to be bullied and then those feelings will help you navigate how you can respond and how you can help the person but I've seen like a bunch of the fifth graders like get like pushed around Mm -hmm. like from even the older grades like the eighth graders like yeah, like, you're the top of the school, like, you're the oldest, you know. But, like, that doesn't mean, like, you get to go and push around little kids and, like... I agree, and, like, this doesn't just go for middle school because these habits we pick up in 8th grade trickle right into ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. Like, it's almost the same in high school and middle school. It's just you're older, and it becomes more advanced <laughs> bullying, I guess. Yeah. But um, what are some tips for learning how to not care? Because I feel like we've covered why people bully we've covered like some situations we've been in we've covered like some like coping mechanisms but like what are some tips for learning how to not care because you can't it's it's easy to say just don't care but how do you like not care yeah and I definitely think a lot of it plays into the coping um but um I actually learned to not care by literally just getting it off my mind and like taking care of myself that means like taking a bubble bath, a steamy shower, doing a face mask, like playing with your hair, like curling it, straightening it, like learning new hairstyles and stuff like that. Like sometimes just taking care of yourself just kind of gets your mind off of it. And I know like that's like not caring, but I feel like sometimes the way the best way not to care is to just take care of yourself. Self-care. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. I know a lot of, I know this one girl who, she's my friend, and doing her makeup just, like, calms her down. She really likes doing it. She That's likes, what I do a lot. <laughs> she likes just putting it on. I guess it boosts her confidence, and it's not the way for me. Mm-hmm. Like, putting makeup on makes me more insecure sometimes, so it's different for everyone. Yeah, I don't necessarily feel like I need makeup to feel pretty, um, but, like, I don't necessarily do, like, a full face every day. Like, sometimes I'll just do some mascara, some blush, and maybe a lip gloss if I have time in the morning. But I just like doing makeup because, like, it calms me down. But I don't feel like I need makeup to make myself look pretty. But that's that's, just me. That's important to remember, too. But, like, I know that she, like, she just puts it on because it's therapeutic to her. She doesn't, like, even care about the looks part. She's just, like, doing my makeup. Like, one time we were on the phone and she was like, Lee, I'm going to go do my makeup because I need to, like, calm down. I was like, okay. Yeah. I definitely feel like sometimes just playing around with your makeup brushes just, like, calms you down. But that's Mm. just me. I know some other things for, like, learning to not care. Like, if it's in the situation and you're getting, like, really hurt and upset and starting to question your self-worth, that's a big thing. Like, questioning your self-worth, like, you should never do that. You are worthy. So one of the things that I say is, like, Remember that if it's not someone you would ask for advice or you would ask to like give you like to mentor you or to be there for you, then their words shouldn't have that same level of impact. Like I'll go to my mom for advice. Mm-hmm. And my like, mom is like my biggest supporter. Like if same. I need anything, I will go to her. And I know like some kids like for like that's not their like thing, but I feel like sometimes just like talking to somebody um and I know a lot of kids don't trust their school counselors but like your school counselors are there for a reason you know Mm -hmm. like they're there to help you yeah and I mean like same with that like I go to my mom for advice and like I'll take her her advice and I will like 
like stick by it. But if that was some random kid off the side of the street tells me, oh my gosh, you're ugly. I'm not going to give their advice the same level of respect as I would my mom's, you know, like if my mom said that to me, I'd be like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. And if it's like somebody that you don't know, don't care about it. You know, like I know that's kind of saying like, just don't care. Like it's stupid if you care. But honestly, like if it's just somebody that you don't even know, they're dealing with something like in their life that they don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I mean, on that same level with not caring, like, aside from like that one thing that's like, remember that if it's not someone you would ask for advice, then don't take their cr- criticism. Yeah. I really like that. And also, um, gosh, what was I going to say? I had another one that's so good. Yeah. I feel like this is something that I stick by just because it calms my nerves. It's so, It's like this little like philosophy idea that's like, like the world is going to throw things at you and that's like a life lesson. So I know like this might not go for every situation, but in terms of bullying, like I think this is great because it's like maybe the world threw the super annoying person at me to teach me how to deal with these kinds of people in the future. Maybe in the future, I'm going to have a job that I love that's in like customer service or something. And, like, and then that customer comes up. Yeah, and then, like, someone who is, like, being mean to me and whatever, I'll already have learned back from way back when I was in high school or middle school by those bullies, I've learned, you know, those skills for not letting mean comments hurt you. Or, like, if you end up having, like, a really huge social media following when you're older, learning to deal and learning learning to deal with those bullies back in middle school will, like, help you for the future. So, like, knowing that maybe this is a learning experience for you, not, like, just, like some bully that you're going to deal with and they're right and you're ugly and you're stupid. Like, that's not true. Yeah, I definitely like, like, the life lesson thing because I definitely um, agree with that, like, 100%. Like, sometimes, like, the world will just throw things at you. Yeah, and in the moment, it might seem like, why would the universe send me this stupid person that's, like, calling me names and making my life miserable? Maybe later down the road that person has taught you a lesson or you've learned something and we might not even know what that is now. Yeah. But maybe not labeling it good or bad, but allowing it to be and just, and not letting it affect you, which is so much easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of that is being able to breathe and like, just like step back and it's putting up that barrier. It's, it's realizing that other people's words, other people's mentalities about you their beliefs about you don't have to become the beliefs you have about yourself. And I feel like sometimes, like, just because you don't like that person and say you work at Target, okay? Say you work at Target and that customer comes up with to you with a whole car of things, like their car is filled to the brim, and you're like, I don't want to have to scan all this, like, I really am tired, like, I just want to get off my shift. I don't want to scan all this. And this person hurt me, like, so long ago. I don't want to do all this for them. Like, sometimes, honestly, like, you just need to do that for them because you don't know if that could be, like, their last 
shopping spree you know if that makes sense (laughs) that's like a super great example it's like funny like yeah you know maybe it'd be even like a different situation like you like if there's someone who's been mean to you that doesn't mean you have to be mean back you can still be nice don't let yourself get walked over don't be their best friend yeah but like if someone's being hurtful and mean to you you can still be kind back i just want to do a quick little interruption to say that if you like this episode or if you like anything about this podcast, yeah, please consider leaving a review or a comment or following the Instagram page. It really does help this podcast reach more people. Yeah, and don't leave promote it on blank because I see those all the time in your comments. You make me so mad. I see them all the time. That's the only comments that I see, and I'm like, poorly. <laughs> I know. I don't know why those comments happen. Why is that there? I have no clue. I think they're like bots. I, I don't know. know. I delete them whenever I can. It makes me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be kind to the bots. I'm not going to bully them. <laughs> like when you go up to someone and you yeah. say, oh my gosh, just don't care about them. They're so toxic. That doesn't help. Don't it tell doesn't. someone just don't care. And honestly, sometimes like the best thing is just to listen to somebody, you know, like sometimes they just want to let it all out. Mm hmm. I'd say, like, some there's a really great podcast to listen to um, called the Mind Valley Podcast. And that's just, like, listening to podcast episodes is free advice. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you can even go back into, like, some of my episodes where I've talked about self-belief. Um, I literally have one on handling criticism and giving constructive advice, things like that. And this isn't supposed to be, like, a self-promotion thing. Like, it's true. Yeah. Like, I've watched like um, listened to almost everyone. I just haven't watched the latest one, um, but like Lee's advice is really good. You guys like you should really listen. <laughs> and like like the Mind Valley podcast, like it's hosted by this guy who like knows so much about personal growth, and he interviews world leaders, people who have gone through bullying, who have gone through really emotional parts of their lives, and they've survived and they've rose above it and like listening to those episodes it doesn't matter if you're in fifth grade you can still listen to a podcast Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you're a senior in high school you can listen to a podcast and that advice can be helpful into realizing that these people that are talking to you and bullying you their opinions do not need to become your opinions about yourself yeah and it doesn't matter if you're a grown mom and you just want to listen to a mom podcast go listen to a mom podcast (laughs) And I think we're both in the same boat. Have I've been bullied about my forehead before too? Yes. I had. I also, um, since I have glasses, glasses have something called bifocals in them, and those are technically magnifying glasses for when you're reading. And if I go like this, you can see them. My eyes like magnify, mm-hmm. and I always get called big-eyed. And I kids like circle their eyes with their hands like actually that, and then go to me. I don't let it get to me, but it's just like. A daily thing now. Actually, daily? Well, not... Well, there's this one kid that's like, I don't like him. But <laughs> he thinks I like him. Because, like, nowadays, apparently, like, bullying is, like, flirting. Oh, um, my gosh. Bullying is flirting. No. No. Big no. Big no. I had a kid who literally <laughs> bullied my forehead, and he... And it's, it's, tr- it's literally... I... My forehead insecurity like started in middle school now I wasn't even bullied that much about it in the beginning this one kid I don't even remember what he said about my forehead but I know that I remember we were in math class and he said something to me after class yeah. for no reason out of nowhere and I sit next to the kid that always goes like this with his eyes um but yeah 
He is an ELA class. That's what they call it in sixth grade. I don't know if that's what they call it in high school. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And it doesn't help that I sit next to him. But my um, one friend like sits right next to me, so it kind of helps. I mean, one of the one of the ways that I've kind of found to stick up for people, even if they don't know I'm sticking up for them, like at my lunch table, there's some girls like on. There's only like a few times I've sat with them, and this was last year. So like, if the yeah. girl I sit with at lunch now listens to this, it's not her. It's a girl from last year. Um, but like, people would walk by and they'd just like make comments about them for no reason, just to be mean. Yeah. And I definitely think, like, in middle school, like, you really are struggling with your body image and, like, your mental image, I guess. But, like, mm-hmm. still, it just really, like, just just because they can't hear it doesn't mean, like... It doesn't count. Yeah. Like, oh, they didn't hear me say that. I thought they were weird. Yeah. doesn't matter. It still, is, it still counts. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, with the girl from the other year that was, like, talking bad about all these people walking by the lunch table, the one day I was, like, wow, like, it's only, like, it's, like, one fifteen in the afternoon and we're just, like, making fun of how people walk. Yeah. Like, why would we do that? Yeah, a lot of kids, like, especially the disabled kids, like, they have a, what kids call funny walk. But really it isn't a funny walk because some kids, like, need like wheelchairs to walk like that's like not an injury like that's like their life like they have to get out of the wheelchair to go to sleep you know if that makes sense like they like I don't know how to explain it but there's this one kid at my school and he has to walk like with like this thing that like holds his waist so that he doesn't like fall down because his legs are weak so like he has to, like, walk around with this thing, like, always surrounding him mm-hmm. so he doesn't fall. Yeah, and, I mean, if some, just because someone's different than you doesn't mean that they're the weird one, doesn't mean that they're yeah. wrong. Like, mm-hmm. just because there's kids out there, there's people out there who can't just walk with both legs, they need assistance, that doesn't mean that they're weird or different or wrong. They're just humans living their lives, and they mm-hmm. have to live their lives in a different way than yours, and that doesn't make them wrong. Yeah. And I definitely think a lot of that plays into the standing up for others. Like, that's the way that, like, some people live. And I feel like some people don't understand that, especially, like, the bullies. Like, they don't understand, like, like we talked about coping mechanism mechanisms and how, like, they help really, like, a lot. Doing sports is a coping mechanism. <laughs> and I think that it is not okay to take out your own personal anger, anger frustration sadness whatever the emotion may be it's not okay to take that out on someone else and we've all done it before mm-hmm. so i'm not saying that like if you've done that before you are an awful person mm-hmm. you need it's just recognizing that like we've done that before and trying your hardest and moving towards a life where you don't do that because everyone does it and that's why it's become normalized and that's why people get away with it and that's why in school it's almost normal to say oh you're weird oh they're weird oh that's so weird looking yeah it's become normalized and it's not okay to take out your own feelings on someone else like just because you think something's a certain way doesn't mean other people feel that way about it yeah and there's this one kid um he's actually in my homeroom I don't know if you that's what you call it in like the we don't have a homeroom you don't Mm -mm. oh well it's like your class like your teacher like your main teacher. In our homeroom, sorry, 
in our homeroom, there's this one kid, and he walks on his toes. Like, it's not oh, like yeah. his feet, I but, like, he walks that. on his toes, and it kind of looks like... Like, some kids, like, say, like, he walks like a little penguin. Like, he waddles. But, like, honestly, like, it's just rude, you know? Just let people be. If it's, yeah, honestly. Another thing that helps me, and I know this is, like, this doesn't really, like, relate to bullying necessarily, but it can. So, I know that there will be other people out there who, you know, even my friends, they'll be, they'll be telling me what's going on in their lives. They'll be telling me the decision, decisions they're making They'll be telling me the decisions they're making and I get like somewhat anxious because I feel like they're making the wrong decisions. Like, why would you hang out with that boy? Why would you, why would you do that? Like, that's so, Mm -hmm. such a bad idea. And then I kind of have to realize, hey, that's their life they're living. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be involved in any of this. I'm over here minding my business, living my life. Their life, I can listen. That doesn't mean I have to absorb it. That doesn't mean it has to become a part of me. Yeah, and I definitely think a lot of that is, like, um, like some people, like this one girl that I used to be really close with, I'm not going to think of a code name because I just can't. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But um, she used to get really involved in, like, my life, and then getting, like, her getting involved in my life kind of just became my life, if that makes sense. Um, but I would always, like, I know this sounds really dumb, but I would always, like, make up, like, fake stories to tell her because I didn't really want to tell her, like, what was going on in my life. Like, I wasn't going through, like, a mental stage. I was just going through a stage where I didn't want to tell anybody what was going on in my life. I think that's also the same thing and also realizing that, like, your way of communicating might not be someone else's way of communicating. Maybe you are super, you know involved you want to tell someone everything about your life you want to tell them everything make sure that they're able to accept that because again you don't know how they're feeling maybe they're struggling with something and you telling them all your extra stuff is like weighing them down and overwhelming them yeah and i used to be like really close with this one girl we're like close but we're not like close like as we used to be um because we've had like little fights but other way, anyway, um, she um, would always, like, brag about, like, the stupidest things. Like, like I don't know how I'm supposed to react, you know? Like, I get the same situation. I had this one friend who was ditching me for all these other girls. And I told her, I was like, you are ditching me and you're being a bad friend. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was honest. And then she was like, Lee, you're just jealous because... In the group that I'm in, you're not the center of attention. Like, you know, the classic, like, she was victimizing and, like, making me seem like the bad guy. It's like the whole debacle, you know what I'm saying? But, like, she was telling me, you're this, you're jealous, you're, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I had to just take a step back. And I know I say that a lot, but I literally just had to, like, realize that I just couldn't be friends with someone who was like that anymore because... Her actions, the way she was speaking and communicating were not positive. They were not healthy ways of responding to a friend who is talking to you. And again, with friendships, like if you are, if you, I know how we like kind of like try to stray away from the uncomfortable situations like texting. We try to text and talk in person, creating those new group chats to avoid conflict. If you can't talk to your friend in person, tell them something's wrong and they can't appropriately respond and at the end of the day be your good friend again that means they're not a good friend yeah I definitely agree with that because like a lot of it is kind of just like because 
they feel like bad about themselves and they want to take that out on other people like we've said multiple times but like it really is the truth again um tips for learning to not care finding quotes might not sound like something that would actually work but i have quotes from people not just like you go girl those are good quotes too but i'm talking about like actual like quotes from like people who have made it out like tim ferris steve jobs like brene brown those are some people maybe you haven't heard of before but they've like they're adults they've like become super beneficial people in the world and their words are inspiring and motivating because I know that they have gone through what I've gone through. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that because the thing that I look forward to mostly out of getting out of school is I go straight to Lee's Instagram and I look for the daily quote. Like, that's literally what I do every day. I didn't know anyone actually cared about my quotes. You actually look at them? Yes, every day after school. I go on Lee's Instagram. And I go and look at the quotes. I'm going to make sure I post one every day. (laughs) I had one I was going to post today. Want me to read it for you? Sure. Okay, this is a quote of the day. It'll be in the description too, but I'll read it off right now just for Amelia. This is a good one, okay? A disco ball is hundreds of pieces of broken glass put together to make a magical ball of light. You're not broken. You're a disco ball. I love that one. Really good. Mm -hmm. See, like, quotes like that are just like, they make you, like, think, Mm -hmm. you know? You don't have to be, like, some perfect, amazing person who's never been bullied, never made a mistake, never done anything wrong, always fit in. Like, that's not reality. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And sometimes, like, honestly, like, sometimes all you need is just a motivational quote. And sometimes, like, um, what I do every day, either before or after school, if I wake up early enough, um <laughs> i hate waking up early sometimes it's so annoying it's so difficult i actually slept until 702 this morning it was so bad i slept until like 715 <laughs> honestly sleep's such a big part of it too because yeah. like if you're sleep deprived you're not really gonna make some great well thought out decisions so mm-hmm. get some sleep too especially um like like i was saying um cleaning is my coping mechanism one of my many um, and I know a lot of people don't have many coping mechanisms, but cleaning is just one of mine. I love to clean. Like, I used to hate cleaning. Like, I used to despise cleaning. Like, I used to hate, like, folding my laundry, putting it away, um, doing this and doing that. But now, like, I've made, like, cleaning mechanisms to, like, help myself. Like, instead of having to hang up my clothes on, like, a rod, like a curtain rod, not a curtain rod, whatever it is in your closet that you hang up your clothes on. Clothing bar? Yes. And I used to hate doing that because all my clothes were already folded and then I had to unfold them and hang them up. It was annoying. So what I do now is I organize um, bins, if that's what you want to call it, and I kind of like to organize my clothes yeah. like that. And it makes it easier to pick up my outfits in the morning. Yeah, and I mean, like, coping mechanisms doesn't mean go home, sit in your bed, and like watch Netflix for the next seven hours so that you mm-hmm. forget about the person that said you didn't look nice or like go home and maybe like smoke for the first time when you're in middle school. That's not what coping mechanisms mean because those are like more negative coping mechanisms that in the long run won't help. Like relying on a device like a vape or like something like that 
can actually amplify your feelings of stress Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it can actually make things worse and like even like watching tv all the time watching tv is a great like way to relax like i will go home i'll like veg out for an hour or two and like that's perfectly fine we need relaxed days but making that normal all the time can sometimes just be a distraction not actually a coping mechanism and sometimes i'll kind of just like i need to stop doing this but like sometimes like before i start my homework i don't get a lot of homework but like i still get homework so sometimes i'll just sit on my phone you know for a while like 20 minutes and then I'll realize I have to do my homework and this and that and it kind of just gets stressful like I feel like people don't realize that school really is stressful and that could also play into bullying like why you want to bully because you're so stressed out with school and for me academic validation is like the most important thing to me you know yeah even though I'm really young like it's pretty important to me also with that, like phones, like we spend a lot of time on social media. Mm-hmm. And, I like, really want to stop. It's addicting and like social media is you're able to post your opinion on anything at any moment and anyone can see it, which is a good thing. You can post positive things, helpful things, but also you could get sucked into the wrong side of social media where people are posting negative things, hurtful things. Like, being sarcastic all the time, saying mean things, funny, like, jokey videos that are kind of making fun of other people. And that, just because you're watching, it doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you. It can trickle into your, you know, daily behavior patterns. You could share that video with someone. You could share that on your, like, Snapchat, and other Mm -hmm. people will see it. Like, it's just, like, making sure that you attract, you attract, what's the word I'm going to use? You give what you get, you attract, you receive, making sure that like all around you're trying your best to show up the best in the world. I definitely am going to admit to like being sucked into social media because I used to spend like this last summer, like 2022, I was like so like electronic. Like sometimes like I would literally just like, go on my phone and just sit there, you know? Like, it doesn't even matter, you know? Yeah, like, my screen time, I'm on it right now. My <laughs> screen time today was four hours and 48 minutes. That's not like four, terrible. Like, four hours out of my day I spent on my phone. Actually, no, wait, that was yesterday. Today has only been two, today's only been three hours. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, slay. But <laughs> it's just, if you think about it, like, we're spending all that time on something that isn't real. It isn't in the flesh. Like Yeah, like 24 hours. You spent four hours out of that 24 just on your phone. Just on my phone. And, I mean, it was probably, it is like, my apps most used were probably texting. Yeah. And, like, maybe, like, throughout the day I got, like, went on Instagram a little bit. But, like, I knew some people who were on their phone on, like, TikTok for, like, nine hours a day. And... I just want to say that, like, those things do affect your mentality. And being on a platform with millions of other people, like, does impact how you come across. And that can impact your words, which could impact other people. So making sure that the words you see on social media, that you don't allow that to become part of your vocabulary. Yeah, so this um, New Year, I've definitely been trying to get less free time and 
my daily average is three hours and 54 minutes. And, but the positive thing is it says 16% down from last week. So that's like really good. But definitely at a young age, like when you get like sucked into social media, like it, like there's no, like after that, like you're in, you know? Yeah. Like my daily average is four hours and 35 minutes, 21% down from last week. So last week's average was six hours. And I think this was over Christmas. This is like from Christmas break, which isn't an excuse. It's still bad. Like it doesn't matter. But But break, you have like less time for school. Yeah. And like I'm trying to make it go down. I'm trying to make it decrease because um, it's just being in the real world calms you down. Like I feel like we've become a society where we want things instantaneously. Yeah, I know my friend, she has like a really big screen time. I forget what it is, but I think it's like over eight hours. And that's That's like just on a school day. Like I can only imagine like the weekends. Mm -hmm. Like being in, like there's so much going on. I sometimes at the end of the day, I feel overstimulated because of how much like there's ads and there's videos and there's people talking and there's posts and there's likes and there's stats and there's downloads and there's stories and there's hashtags and everything is so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And that can just be one more thing to pile on. Yeah. And one more reason why bullying might affect you more. Like if you were outside in nature all the time and like, just like chilling in the woods like I don't know like it's just it being on social media doesn't really make your reaction to bullying any better Mm -hmm. so kind of cutting down on that can help too and even for bullying in general like just that bully behavior is on social media a lot so kind of like separating yourself away from that can help you become a better not bully and handle (laughs) bullying better yeah I definitely agree with that and I definitely think um We've gotten off topic so much, but it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I mean, to get back on topic, do you want to talk about joking? Because I feel like, yes, bullying, I feel like has, about that. bullying has turned into joking. I have, I had an old friend who I had screenshots. Because, <laughs> again, anyone can take screenshots. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh, my gosh, Lee, take a joke. Sorry, guys, I forgot. Lee can't take a joke. Like, things like that. Yeah. And I definitely think, like, in sixth grade, like kids like they're always like oh my god amelia like take a joke like you're so dumb like you don't even know how to take a joke like learn a joke like take a joke and it's always like joke 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 like Mm -hmm. just because it's a joke to you doesn't mean it's a joke to me and sometimes you can say oh my gosh no i was just joking when i called you this and this and this like i wasn't real that is such a BS excuse. Like, yes. That is so not cool. You can't just defend yourself and justify your actions by calling it a joke. Yeah. I definitely agree with, like, the joking part. Because, like, honestly, people just say it's a joke, like, way too much. Like, what if I said that to you? Like, what if I said, your forehead's too big? Oh, wait, no. I was just kidding. That's a joke. Like, what if I said that to you? Like, I feel like people don't realize, like, what if somebody said that to you? And it's also, like, you could say it's a joke. The other person obviously knows you're not joking. And then that just makes them feel like their feelings aren't valid. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, maybe I'm overreacting. But what they said really hurt me. Your feelings are valid. At the end of the day, however you feel, your feelings are valid. So if someone said something and they said they defended themselves by saying, oh, my gosh, I was just joking. Yeah, and I definitely feel like the joking part kind of um, ties into 
um, like being held account- accountable in or out of school. Like it doesn't matter if you say in school or out of school. Like you're still going to be held account- accountable for it. Yeah. In either way, it's not okay. Yeah, and like when someone says, oh, it was a joke, it makes the victim feel like they're the one who's being dramatic. And yeah. it's literally a way of displacing the like negativity on the other person like displacing the blame on the other person like if you're mean to someone and you say it was a joke it makes the other person sound like the one who's in the wrong yeah like the joking part like you don't want to be um i've said it once i'll say it again held accountable for like just because like you say oh my gosh i was just joking like take a joke and then it feels like the victim is in the wrong and mm-hmm. then it doesn't feel good. Like, it feels like you kind of made them bully, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, saying it's a joke is so manipulative. It's a manipulative move. I was actually, like, really close with this one boy. And he would always, like, we would get into small fights. But it was kind of just in and out. Um, But he would always, like, say, like, oh, my God, Amelia, you're so stupid. And I don't even know why I was so close with him, but, like, he would always be like, take a joke, you know? Mm -hmm. I want to add on to that. As someone who's been a bully, I want to also say, like, I feel like it helped me learn, and I'm glad that I learned early on instead of in high school and instead of in middle— sorry, instead of, like, as a graduate. Like, I learned all these things, and being able to look back on a time when I was bullied, when I did the bullying, I was able to learn from it. So if you're in a position where you feel like you need to bully, maybe reflect on, like, how you, maybe how your home life has been, how your emotional status has been, and try to find out why you do that. Because you're not a bad person. Mm-hmm. You're not an awful, mean, horrible, unchangeable person. You're not that. You're, you're still a good person. Mm-hmm. You're still amazing you still deserve to be loved but you should figure out why you feel like you have to do that and why that becomes a tendency for you i think everyone no matter who you are you've always done at least one thing that's technically bully like i'll admit to myself like i've done that yeah and i mean it's such a big scale too there's verbal bullying physical bullying physical bullying we didn't even cover that no, not really. I feel like physical bullying isn't kind of, even that big anymore. Yeah, I feel like kind of like it was like my mom was telling me a story the other day. And she was like, like back in the day, like you could literally just like go up to somebody and say, yo, bro, I'm going to punch you. And then you wouldn't get held accountable for it. Like that's how much society has changed like nowadays. And I also feel like a lot of those like fights you see in school yeah, started through verbal bullying Mm -hmm. they started through talking on snap and arguing and talking in person and arguing and talking bad about them behind their back and then it led to oh yeah you said that about me i'm gonna fist fight you i feel like it all starts with yeah and i definitely think like honestly just sometimes it kind of starts with like body shaming verbal bullying and physical bullying always isn't like the first case Like, a lot of bullying doesn't really go that far, but then there's those other cases that are, like, well, not cases, but other instances instances that, like, go way too far, and then they just end up, like, fighting a lot. Like, for us being, like, so young, like, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Like, I've seen fifth grade fights. Like, that is insane. I haven't really seen any this year. Yeah. Um, just be yourself. Don't change for for anybody. It's true. 
Don't let other people telling you you're this, you're that. Don't let that get to you. Mm-hmm. And make sure you check for Lee's daily quote. <laughs> so to end the episode, what is one piece of advice you would give to someone who's struggling with being bullied don't change for somebody that thinks you need to change like say this is just an example yo lee you're so ugly you need to change you're beautiful um (laughs) but like you don't need to wear makeup just to change for somebody like don't change for anybody you're perfect the way you are if someone's telling you change do this for me do this because i say so don't don't do it Mm -hmm. do what you want to do if you like wearing what you already wear, just because someone says, uh, I don't like that style or just because they don't like that too doesn't mean you have to adapt their same feelings. Yeah, for sure. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. You're beautiful. Don't change. <laughs> and hopefully I'll see Amelia in another episode. Yes. At some point soon. And thank you for listening. Yes, and request episodes because we need ideas. Do you want to say something at the same time? I feel like that. I feel like this calls for to say something at the same time. Sure. What do you want to say? Bye. Yeah. Like you're beautiful. Bye. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. You're You're beautiful. beautiful. Bye. Bye.